Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Tuesday, July 13th, 2021, and this is day 1222 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. There is none like you. Thank you so much for directing our path, for sending the Holy Spirit to to lead us into all truth and equip us with the power to fulfill the, the purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, Father, that uh, you will speak today. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, uh, we honor you and praise you and and glorify you. And uh, Father, I ask that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Before we start, I want to let you know that we still have openings for Transition Zone, which is the ministry or the work, the assignment that God has given me and and along with our beautiful team, uh, where we uh, teach youth workforce skills and uh, life skills and also entrepreneurship. And they will be paid through the summer months, $100 a week. The new session starts Thursday. Uh, They need to be 13 to 17 years old and uh, Jackson County residents. And they're, uh, let's see, and the classes are from 12 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday through July. I mean, yeah, through August 19th. So it'll start July 15th through August 19th. So please uh, give me a call if you're interested at 816-878-5219. You can text me. Just give me a text because I'll be teaching and, and let me know that you're interested or if you have any other questions. All right, so let's go ahead and get started with the Word of God. Today's message is don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the okie doke. We're coming out of Luke chapter 4. 3 verse 21 through chapter 4 verse 1 through 3. So this is really a beautiful but quite amazing thing that happens here. Uh, And Jesus is being baptized by John the Baptist. And right after he's baptized, uh, here's what the father says. It says, when the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And he was praying. Heaven was open and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. And it says, now Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son So it was thought of Joseph, but he was actually the son of God and Joseph. God entrusted him to raise him. So he was his stepdad. So chapter four, let's see what happens immediately after, after being baptized, uh, after, you know, being acknowledged by God, the father, this is my son who I'm well pleased. And chapter four, verse one starts with, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit 
into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will be yours. Now you notice the first time Jesus came back at him with the word of God. Here's what Jesus says. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Again, the word of God. You know, uh, Satan tried to get him uh, by showing him all the kingdoms of the world. We have to keep our eyes on the kingdom of God. That's how Jesus did. And that's how he was able to come back with the word of God. Verse nine, the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he's always casting doubt. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here for it is written. Uh, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Uh, listen to that. Now you see Satan is now mimicking uh, God and uh, mimicking uh, Jesus's uh, way of responding by using the word of God. And he too is a fallen angel. So he's saying he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. Now Jesus's response, Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. <laughs> when the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. So that lets, him, lets us know he'll leave, but just for a moment. So don't think, oh yeah, it's just going to be easy breezy. Yeah, it will through the power of the, of the Holy Spirit. He will lead you and guide you, but we will have to fight a spiritual warfare all the time. Then after that, Jesus returned to Galilee and the power of the spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went forth with great power and authority, preaching and teaching the word of God. So point number one, have you ever uh, drank soda that lost its fizz or ate food that was supposed to be hot but was cold? Or have you ever fit or bit into something that looked delicious on the outside, but when you bit into it, it was half done or it was absolutely horrible? Well, that's what Satan was attempting to do to Jesus. And he attempts to do the same thing to us. He had temporary success uh, when he used the same scheme on Adam and Eve. 
in Genesis chapter three, verses one through five. And, and here's what he did. He did. He, he used the same old methodology. He had nothing new to use. OK, he uses the same old schemes the same way. So let me get to Genesis chapter three and let me go to verse twenty one. And uh, the Genesis 3 and 21, I mean, I'm sorry, Genesis 3, verse 1 through 5. And it says, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. So Satan was working through the serpent. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Did God really say? You see that? That doubt, casting doubt. The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the tree in the garden, the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat the fruit eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will certainly you will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom. And she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. One of the first things that the enemy um, did was used was shame. They felt embarrassed that they were naked. All along they were that way and it was all right. But that is what the enemy will do. Our enemy is Satan and he works through people. And in this case, he was working through the serpent. As you can see, our enemy Satan has been using the same old technique of casting doubt over 2,000 years now. There was something a minister shared with us years ago, and that was TIS, T-I-S. That's, that, that's the acronym of what Satan uses, T like Tom, I-S. TIS stands for Thoughts, Ideas, and Suggestions. That's what Satan uses. He uses the technique to try to make us doubt God and follow him. Because if we start doubting God, Satan has created a crack or a window in which to enter through, to steal our joy, our peace, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, but most of all, our love for God, for ourselves and for others. Then he proceeds to, to killing our spiritual relationship with the Father, with the Father, God, whereby destroying us. He uh, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So to steal and destroy our future generations as well. What is, the what is he dangling in your face to try to make you doubt God? What carrot is he dangling um, to make you doubt God? Don't fall for the okey-doke. Uh, trust God and in God only. Uh, and uh, part, part number two or point number two, uh, I have got, I have great, great news for you. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> so I have good news for you. You have everything you need 
to beat Satan down. You have what you need to pulverize him. And that is the word of God, your Bible. That's why it's very, very, very important to study, to read God's word, to pray, spend time with him, with God. Uh, start with one verse if you have to, one a day. If you have to do to, to start, if you feel like, I can't do this, that's too much, start with one verse. Uh, start, go to the book of Proverbs, read read one chapter a day in the book of Proverbs. There's, I think, 30 or 31 uh, chapters, and that'll give you enough to read one per day. Uh, and, and begin to get wisdom. Begin and then start reading other uh, verses in the Bible, wherever the Holy Spirit leads you. And so when you start doing that, then meditate on that verse all day long and, and repeat it and keep it in your heart. Then when the time comes to use it, the Holy Spirit will bring it up. He'll draw it out of your memory and, and, and bring it to your lips to say it. Because God says, don't worry about what you're going to say. I will give you what to say. We need to feed ourselves, though, the spiritual man the most. And that's the word of God. Uh, he'll, he'll, show, he'll fight for us, through us, um, and uh, how to fight the devil. Uh, the more you do it, the easier it will be to recognize the evil schemes of Satan and to knock him out with the word of God. If Jesus did it, then so should we. He makes it very clear. He used the word of God. He didn't come back at him and cuss him out or or tell him who he who he's messing with and you know all those things that we feel like we need to do. No, he simply gave him the word of God. Boldly, flat-footed, standing firmly and while being hungry after fasting for 40 days. You know, we have to weaken the flesh. There's times we have to fast and the Holy Spirit will lead you into that. Uh, it, or, you know, it may be a, a purpose for, for that fast. Whatever God shows you to do, do it. <laughs> Keep that flesh under the spiritual man needs to be the strongest. So we must feed the spiritual man the most. I'll never forget this gentleman that used to come to our church years ago named Jesse. And Jesse uh, was lost after fighting in the Vietnam War for all of us. And when he got out, he got no help like all of the others that got out, the majority, especially those uh, that were black, uh, uh, let alone all those that were in the Vietnam era that came out. They were left just to fend for themselves. They did not get those benefits that they deserved or all of them that they deserved. He was able to go to the VA, but there were other things that they needed. And so he was just lost. He would walk the streets. He became a, a heavy, heavy alcoholic. Uh, he would wear the same coveralls all the time. We'd see him walking up and down prospects, staggering or just passed out sometimes. And we be, we came to know Jesse and uh, he would come to the church. It was like a safe refuge for him. He would come on Wednesday nights, not every Wednesday, but a lot of Wednesdays. Uh, he would come down at least once or twice a month. And uh, we would embrace him just like we would everyone else, share love with him, uh, the love of God, and invite him in. We'd always have a meal every Wednesday night, and we still do for anyone that comes by. 
and we would serve. And I remember Jesse saying to me um, when he would come by, hey, Jackie, he would say it like that. How's mom doing? And and, and I'd say, she's doing good, Jesse. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. And then he'll say the same thing over. How's mom doing? And I said, come on in, have something to eat. And uh, he he sat down and the then uh, he said, he'll get his food. I said, you want something to eat? He goes, oh, I'll get it. I said, no, 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 I'll get it. Because he had a, the shakes a lot of times and, and I would bring him the food and, and he would, he would do his best to eat it without being messy, but food would get all over the floor and the table because he, he was just not himself, you know? Uh, but he was trying, and, and I'm, I'm so grateful that God uh, allowed us to um, meet Jesse. And so I'd clean it all up, and then on Wednesday nights, I teach the Word of God and still do teach the Bible study. And I was teaching that night about um, the people that were throwing their children uh, into the fire as a part of idol worshiping, which was horrific. Uh, they were worshiping idols. And at that moment, Jesse just boohooed like a baby loudly. And we just stopped everything and went over to him and said, what is wrong? And he began to share with us how when he was in Vietnam, he said, Women and children would come to us with a pack of cigarettes that could have been a bomb, and we had to kill them. We had to kill the children. We had to kill the women. And he was just broken. We were all broken. And God allowed him to be free by sharing that that day. And Jesse accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior. I'll never forget it. Uh, and he still would walk the streets. He he accepted Jesus Christ. He he freed himself up by sharing that. And we all had even a deeper respect for Jesse, knowing what he had done. We we loved and respected him anyway. But to hear that story was just heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking. And that's what had troubled him for so long. Well, he had passed away uh, and went on to be with the Lord. And I'm so grateful that we had an opportunity to share the love of Christ with him and for him to accept Jesus as his Savior and that he felt comfortable coming to the church and being with, hanging with all of us and anyone else there. And he just loved coming. And, and I'm so grateful to God for that. I, I I want to extend the same offer to you. Uh, man, are you going through something right now where the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy you right now uh, with whatever that is, an addiction, uh, downheartedness, uh, problems in your marriage, uh, problems on the, on the job, whatever it is, uh, division in your family, whatever that is, God is saying, I got you. I'm here for you. And I'm just waiting on you with my arms wide open, just like he was with the prodigal son when he was lost and then he was found when he came back to the father. Oh, glory to God. The father is waiting for you. Uh, he's got a new name written for you in heaven and uh, he has a crown for you. 
uh, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. That is what it's all about. Oh my goodness. Now the angels in heaven are rejoicing because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord, may the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.